0: Good afternoon, Fabcasters. This is R. bar with the Drive Time Podcast. And I am so stoked today because, and I just had a great time with uh, the men's group today. So it's Thursday, which means I met with a couple of my guys and we're doing live together. So we're talking about some ups and downs, some highs and lows, uh, things that need to be aired out and meeting that with the gospel. So I, I confess today that, man, I just love where I'm at in my job. And the reason why that's so significant is because I didn't think I would like it. So, months and months ago, maybe about like an eight, eight months now, um, when I first realized that I was getting this job, it was completely different. Because I'm a hands-on guy. I like being in the field. I like being with the people. I like, I like doing counseling, and I like, I like being on the deck plates. So when I got the, when I got the memo that said I'm going to be. Uh, that I got accepted to this other job it's completely behind a desk it's in a cubicle and it's it's writing uh, publications and it's it's sort of like not at that tactical level but at that operational and strategic levels now and strategic planning and and so we flew down here my wife and I flew down we left the kids with the grandparents which was awesome we, we flew down here and we checked it out And when I visited the building and I did sort of this Afternoon of turnover face-to-face with my predecessor, um, I came back to the hotel, and I was seriously depressed. <laughs> I was so sad. I, I came up to my wife, and I said, Oh, I got a cubicle, and I have a computer, and I'll just be sitting at a desk all day, and, and this woe is me. But I, I really was sad because I love being with people, and I knew uh, this this job would not be focused on that. So in other words, it wouldn't be as fun as I'm used to. I wouldn't have as much fun as I'm used to having. Okay. Um, and then, and then my wife said something very key when I was in, in the probably about an hour number three or two of my of my sadness. She says, "Well, what if this is not about you?" In like a ton of bricks, that that little statement of truth right there just leveled me. Because here I am with this woe is me attitude, like, oh, this is not what I want to do. I'm used to having fun. I'm used to hands on. I'm being ripped out. And I know it's good for my career, but I, and she said, what if this is not about you? It just hit me because it was God saying, guess what, buddy? It's not about you. This job is not about you. What, what I'm doing and where I have you at, it's not for you it's for me because I'm about, about, I'm about my glory and I'm about me oh yeah I'm about me I'm not about you so that's humbling I, I like that about God that he's about himself thank God he's not about me and thank God that the world's not about me that my jobs not about me that traffic's not about me that marriage is not about me that parenting is not about me and when I accept this truth that it's not about me I'm no longer frustrated I'm no longer... I'm complaining. I'm no longer wondering why I'm at where I'm at. Because it's not about me. So now now in retrospect in hindsight, I'm looking at where where I where I am. And and I looked across at the table today at, at our men's group and I said, now I know why I'm here. I mean I've known for, for for months now but I look across at, at the two guys sitting in front of me and how the fact that we're doing life together and the fact that we're, we're part of true community I said this is the closest community I have here I'm part of several groups but this is where it's at right here and this is where God has me this is exactly where he this is why he wanted me here and to link up with these guys and, and not only that but but as far as organizational impact and strategic impact for what I'm doing man, I'm I'm the doctrine writer for um, I'm the doctrine writer for my for my job and so I'm I'm writing sort of these low-level they're not policies but but they're they're do, they're authoritative documents uh, for that are going to affect generations to come for those in my field so it's just amazing I mean I have that and, and the fact that I I've wanted to take risks uh, for, over the past couple of years. So someone asked me, well, what are you good at? Okay, good, you're good at that. Yeah, we all know you're good at that. What are you bad at? We're, what are areas of growth? What are areas of weakness? And I said, well, it's, it's like administrative stuff, paperwork stuff, supervisor stuff, management stuff. Bam, God knew exactly what I wanted. He knew what was best for me because he wanted me to grow in the areas where I was, where I was weak. Anybody can keep doing what they're good at, but what about working on areas of weakness? What about blind spots? What about being forced, being forced to risk things? And So that brings up another thing in my mind is, is about taking risks, and, and it, it spills over into the relational aspects of my life, um, marriage, parenting, like and friendships, just constantly taking risks. And I've been reading a book called Wild at Heart by John Eldridge, which is, which is amazing. It's just amazing and it talks about you know, the the adventure begins for a man when he no longer relies on formulas. I remember him saying that. And and also this adventure begins when he stops managing risks. Risk. And stepping out on a limb like that. And and so that's what I've been that's what I've been doing and that's why I'm in this job is because it was a risk to pray, Lord, all right. Give me a job where my where my weaknesses are exposed, and where I'm able to work on things, and then uh, blind spots are coming into the light. So, where was I going with that? Oh, yeah, with relationships. It's like I know this is a risk right now for me to be completely transparent with my friends here. It's a risk, and and for me to actually confront someone with the truth, speaking the truth in love. It's a risk. But I want that to be a risk that I'm always willing to take. Like, I'm going to risk the friendship at the sake of speaking the truth and love it. Praying to do it tactfully. I'm going to do it in my marriage as well. Like, I know it hurt. it's going to hurt for me to make this, the nature of this confession again, and with this much time elapsed, I know it's going to be a risk. I'm, I'm going to risk a lot. But guess what? I'm doing it. I'm doing it because for the sake of... Being known and being loved and glorifying God above all else. I'm taking this risk and I'm going completely vulnerable here. I'm going completely transparent. I'm am I'm gonna do it. Here goes. Uh, with my kids as well, speaking the truth and love, and, and then falling towards them, um, all tied to risk, all tied to this major theme, which, which is why this podcast episode is titled. It's not about me. I love that saying. Thank you to my baby for speaking that truth to me. I love it. Hey, guess what? It's not about you as well. So embrace that traffic. It's not about you. All right, Fabcasters. Oh, wait. Wait a minute. i got to leave you with some scripture here. I want to leave you with some scripture. Colossians 3.23. New International. Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart. As working unto the lord not for humans here's another verse um well i mean another version english standard version whatever you do work heartily as for the lord and not for men that's colossians 3 23 man i love you guys all right that's why i share the truth that's why i share my life peace out